everybody. Thank you so much for joining in for our Zealous Online Experience. We are back with yet another online broadcast of our Sunday gathering. I know it's been tough. I don't know how you think about this last few weeks. Uh, it's crazy that we have not been able to meet physically at our location. But thank God for technology. Here we are once again plugging in, tuning in from wherever you are right now, whether you're in the same city, you're in another part of the country, or like last week, some of, some of you guys even tuned in from different parts of the globe. We're so excited that we get to do this together in spite of whatever is happening in globally across you know, so many different parts of the world. Uh, you know, today I'm super excited. I'm, I'm a bit, uh, you know, expectant to see how this entire evening is going to be because I've got something so timely for all of us. I, I was doing some reading while I was prepping for this weekend and uh, I came across this, you know, if you're a sports fan, why don't you just uh, quickly mention on this chat window that we have, let us know what's your favorite sport, right? And while you're doing that, let me tell you something. You know, in some of the major sports like golf, surfing, baseball, tennis, football, weightlifting, or, or some of these major sports, cricket, how can we forget that? Research says that a proper stance is the starting point of optimal performance. And, and uh, if, you're, if you are a fan like for, for cricket like I am, you know this, you know, uh, I, don't know I, I came across an interview about a few years back about Virat Kohli and his performance in one of the tours where India uh, was visiting England. You know, this is, this is what the interview says, this is a snippet of it. Uh, Virat Kohli's uh, interview during that time was after the year 2014 where he had one of the most toughest and the challenging year after his poor performance in England. And uh, it says that it was at that difficult moment Sachin Tendulkar helped him correct a few techniques uh, after that England tour. And uh, the result of that was outstanding. You know, fast forward into 2017, Virat was a totally different player. You know, when he visited uh, England again in 2017, his scores were different. The way he played was so different. He had a drastic change in the 2017 India tour of England. And the result that we see in, in Virat's performance was merely because of a change in his stance. That's right, a change in his stance. I want us to look at one of the stories in the Bible this evening, where we see a bunch of people who are expectant for a miracle. I know some of you who are watching this are waiting, are hoping for certain things to fall in place, for certain miracles to happen in your life. Today we're going to be looking at these, one of the stories that is mentioned in the Bible where people are expecting a miracle, but the result is not just a miracle, it's much more. If you can join me and say that, it's much more. That's right. Let's turn to Luke chapter 7. You know, this is, this is one of the very unique miracles that we see in the Bible. It's, it talks about, this passage talks about a centurion servant, a Roman who was, who, who was basically in charge of a hundred plus soldiers. And it, this, this particular episode is about his servant who was just about to die and, and his, some of his trusted Jewish friends, uh, he, he reaches out to them and he, he sends them to meet Jesus and, and kind of tell them, hey, can you, can you ask Jesus to come? And, and 
heal this dying servant. And, and we see that this is one of the pivotal moments in this entire chapter where Jesus agrees. He's just about to go. He, he starts his journey going to the house and just about, just while he's about to reach there, he is stopped. Let's turn to Luke chapter 7 and, and see, uh, we're going to be reading from verses 6 onwards and this is what it says. So Jesus went with them, but just before they arrived at the house, the officer sent some friends to say, Lord, don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I'm not worthy of such an honor. I'm not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. And even if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. This is the amazing part, guys. Uh, turning to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And when the officer's friends returned to his house, they found the slave completely healed. What an incredible story. You know, for the next few minutes, I want to talk to all of us on this talk that I've called Change Your Stance. Change Your Stance. You know, in the midst of everything that is happening around us, there's so much of panic, there's so much of fear, there's so much of uncertainty. Every single day when you wake up, there are, there, there's news that you probably don't want to listen, there's news that you don't want to uh, hear, and, and every single day is you don't know what's going what's gonna to hit you. You know, in times of these uncertainties, in times of these difficult situations and these difficult moments, I want us as a community to know this, that God expects us to stand firm. God desires that as, as his people, you and me stand firm. And, and that's what we're going to be looking at in, in this whole, uh, whole talk, you know. If you, if you go back and read this passage again from verse 1 onwards, this Luke, uh, Luke uh, version of it gives a very different uh, description as compared to the same incident that is mentioned in the book of Matthew. That's right. You know, the description of the Roman centurion given in the Bible, uh, it's not much, but Luke kind of helps you and me understand a few things. The centurion was a good man. And he helped the Jewish community to build their place of worship. We also see that given the kind of cultural tension between the Romans and the Jews, this Roman centurion was different. And he had some of the Jewish elders and Jewish folks he, he was really in good terms with them. Some of them were his trusted, good friends. And, and it's crazy that what really stood out to me when I was, when I was reading this and, and kind of studying this particular passage, one of the most important things we cannot miss in this entire few verses is that here's a centurion who was so willing and who was so expectant to witness a miracle for his servant, not for himself, but for his servant. Can you believe that? And, and I wonder, 
if this makes sense in the current situations that you and me are caught up in. Because if we say we love people, if we say that we really care about people, I want you to know that the best affectionate expressions are made keeping the benefit of others at the forefront. The best affectionate expressions are made keeping the benefit of others at the forefront. You know, his love and his affection for his servant made him almost change the course that Jesus was taking. Maybe he, Jesus had a change of plans when, when the Jewish guys came and met, met Jesus. You know, and, and here's, coming back to this, you know, in the midst of everything that we are caught up in, we need to realize that this particular, to- uh, this particular verse or this passage starts off with the, with the servant almost about to die. Though death was staring at this servant of the centurion, the centurion still found his hope in Jesus. I want to just challenge you this evening Let us stand firm and filled with hope to witness the supernatural work of God in the midst of the realities we are surrounded with. You know, there are so many instances that you and me can think about where we were caught up in tough moments or tough situations. But I wonder when you held on to the hope and when you held on to your faith in Jesus, if you ever saw a turnaround. And, and we see that in this passage and, and, and in such a beautiful way because our stand of being hopeful and having faith in Jesus for a supernatural turnaround remains the same in these tough times. So I want to tell you, the, stand firm, guys. Stand firm in everything that you and me are going through. In spite of everything that we hear, in spite of everything that we see, in spite of everything that we are, that we are witnessing around us, I want to challenge you, stand firm in the hope that you and me have in Jesus. Now, the next thing I want to challenge you, and this is, this is what my talk is centered around, the, the, this story takes a, an amazing twist when Jesus starts walking towards the house of the centurion. And, and, it's, and it's crazy that what, did, what I did not understand initially is that the centurion sends his friends looking out for Jesus so that Jesus can come and, and kind of heal the servant. So that's, he's kind of making clear his expectation that he wants Jesus to come into his house and heal the servant. But while he is sent out his friends, we see a change of stance with the centurion. He does something so different. And, and we'll get that into a bit. But I want you to realize that these two words, you know, I, I've been talking to you about standing firm. And, and my talk is change your stance. Now, stand and stance, you might think they're not, you're confusing us. But just hold on and, and kind of let me, let me break this up for you. You know, there's a fine line of difference between these two words. You know, I, I went back and I looked and I read a bit and I found that when, when you talk about your stand, it means to maintain an invisible, invincible or a permanent attitude. To be fixed, steady or firm. To take a position in resistance. Now, that's, that's stand. Stance, on the other hand, it's the manner, the posture or the pose in which one stands. You see what I'm getting at? You know... Today, if you, if you look at our situation as a community, 
as a church or as a community, we are not able to gather physically, right? But these are some of the best moments that you and me can live as individuals and as family. I'll tell you why. Because these are those moments where you can make a choice to lead yourselves. This is a, these are moments and times where you can make a choice to lead your family in, into, into being the community that God wants you and me and all of us to be. You know, we are bringing this broadcast to you in a different approach we are taking by, by taking this whole gathering experience online. It's a total different approach. But the message of the gospel is still going forward. The message of the gospel is still advancing. So our posture during present difficulties is so important to shape the future possibilities. In the Bible, I love that, you know, when the Bible is filled with so many stories of real life scenarios. And, and one of the things that I can pick on is this guy called David. David was a man in the Bible who faced so many difficulties and challenges. Most of them were life-threatening for him. And, and most of them were, were moments and situations where death was staring at him at his face. You know, but I love that his approach towards these situations and challenges was so different as compared to most of the people who prefer navigating through these decisions just by themselves. You know, in one of his Psalms, he gives a beautiful representation of the posture he has before God in the midst of his situations. If you let us turn to Psalm 33, verses 17 to 22, and I'm reading from the passage version. He says, Human strength and the weapons of man are false hope for victory. They may seem mighty, but they always disappoint. The eyes of the Lord are upon even the weakest worshippers who love Him. Those who wait in hope and expectation for the strong, steady love of God. God will deliver them from death. Even the sudden death of famine with no one to help. The, law, the Lord alone is our radiant hope and we trust in Him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us. As we trust, we rejoice with an uncontained joy flowing from Yahweh. Let your love and steadfast kindness overshadow us continually, for we trust and we wait upon you. What a beautiful representation of David's posture. See, our emotional, physical, and spiritual posture is the key to battle moments of fear and uncertainties. And David's courage and his ability to trust, his ability to be, be hopeful and his ability to be joyful is not something that, that is self-generated. It comes only through God. David, in these, you know, in these few verses, is helping you and me realize that even in our weakest and darkest moments of our life, God is very much attentive to your needs, to your desires, and to your prayers. And, and you know, it's like coming back to the story of the centurion. This, I told you the centurion, there's a twist in the story. And this, the, this centurion, he, he chooses to exercise his faith. And he also chooses to believe in God's authority over his situation. 
So, so here's what I want you to really know. A posture of hope and faith in God allows us to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. The miracle that we read about, that, uh, that we read about by the, when this passage closes, it's not just about healing as an outcome. There's more to it. There is more to it. You know, it's, it's faith being multiplied. It's, it's, we see a glimpse of what total surrender to God looks like. We, we get a glimpse of what it means that when you and me are caught up in situations where, where we are surrounded with fear, where we are surrounded with, with possibilities of, of things dying or, or death staring at us in the face, it's in those very moments we see that a response of faith and a response of submission to God's authority brings out much more in those situations. Maybe you're waiting to see that miracle take place in your life. Maybe you're waiting for those prayers or those secret prayers to be answered in your life. But I want to challenge you or I want to ask you this simple question. Have you considered the manner or the posture in which you are trying to do your life? Maybe you're always caught up in debt or financial burdens. And you have been waiting to experience miracles in that, in that particular area. Maybe your relationships are getting messier by the day and you just want all things to fall in place. Maybe you are in a season of anxiety and fear and have tried everything to make things better. But I want to encourage you this evening, change your stance. Change your stance. And, and if you're wondering, Nenad, how is that going to be possible? Here are a couple of things that God really put on my heart as to how you and me can change our stance. You and me can really take steps to change our stance when we recognize and surrender to the sovereign nature and authority of God. Recognize and surrender to the sovereign nature and authority of God. The second thing that God really put on my heart, and I want to share this with you, let's focus on the miracle worker than just waiting for another miracle to happen. In the current scenario of social distancing, let us be willing and ready with a posture of care, with a posture of love, not just for ourselves, but a love and a genuine care for others in whatever capacity we can. In a, in, in a time where we all of us, we are practicing social isolation, let us be willing and ready and let us be hopeful that God is going to be uh, the, the pre very present help in the times of trouble. Let us be hopeful that God's supernatural presence can change things around for your good and for our good. And you see, by the end of this story, this is, this is the most beautiful part when I was reading it. We see Jesus is not really moved because there's another possibility of the miracle that's about to happen. But you see that Jesus, what marvels Jesus is the amount of faith and surrender that he's seen in that difficult moment. That's, that's, that's something like, like sprung out to me that that's the, that's the thing. You know, we, we could talk, probably Luke could have written it in a different way. You know, he said that, hey, yeah, you know, there's one more miracle that was recorded for, uh, when Jesus was doing his life and Jesus was doing miracles. But we see that Jesus, 
was Jesus marveled at the faith and the surrender. You know, today, as much as we are making wise and careful decisions for the future, it's not just the decisions, but the manner and the posture in which we decide. That's going to make a difference. Your stand today, your stance today, and how you choose to take a stance and what your posture is, that's going to shape our future and the possibilities of the future. So I want to challenge you. Change your stance of worry to worship. Change your stance of panic to praise. Change your stance of fear to faith. And change your stance of self-dependence to surrender. I want to really challenge you tonight. Change your stance. Because maybe that's where your breakthrough and your miracle is waiting. God bless you. We're so glad you've been listening in. If you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Insta at Zealous Pune or visit us online at zealous.community. 